Good morning and praise the Lord everybody we invite you to partner with us as we go ahead and praise and worship the Lord if you don't mind right where you are just clap your hands thump your feet and we invite you to exercise your faith and believe God for a miracle in your life this morning come on and clap your hands like this with us
bless him, say, I will bless thee, O Lord. Help us sing it. I will bless thee, O Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Say it with my hands lifted up. Come on, just lift your hands right where you are in your home. Are you driving in the love? With a heart of thanksgiving. I will. I will bless you, God. Oh, I will with a heart of thanksgiving. I'll bless you, Lord. Come on, let's take it up higher. Oh, with my hands and my mouth filled with praise and adoration. To give you all the Lord, Lord, Lord. I will bless thee, O oh Lord. I will bless thee, O oh Lord. I will bless thee, O oh Lord. Oh, I will. With a heart of thanksgiving, hey, I will, Lord. Take it up again one more time. Help us with my hands. Yeah. And my mouth filled with prayer. With a heart of thanksgiving, God. I will bless you, oh Lord. And I will bless you, Come on, right where you are, with my head lifted up. Yeah. And my heart, my mouth, with a heart of thanksgiving, God. Yeah. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you, Lord. Church family in Pineville, Louisiana, USA. We welcome all of our friends across the state of Louisiana, all over the whole nation of United States. We thank you, all of you, our international viewers. Thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate you and we love you. If you have your Bible, Will you please open your Bible with me to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 13. 
I enjoy those singing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. The Bible said, And now abided faith, hope, and love. Of these three, the greatest is love. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for another day of blessing. This is the day the Lord has made it. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, O oh God, for waking us up this morning. Thank you for all these beautiful songs of Zion. Thank you for the voices to lift up the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will minister to all of us this morning. Use me to be a channel of blessing to your people. Use my tongue as a ready writer for your glory. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to talk with you on the subject titled, Get Your Faith Up. Get your faith up. First, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of our moms all over the world. Thank you for being a great mom. Such a blessing to celebrate you this day. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for being an angel to all your children. Thank you for being that shoulder they can cry on. Thank you for believing in them. Thank you for showing them how to be a good person. Thank you for being their best cheerleader. Thank you for just being there for them. No one like a mother. Please permit me to remind you I'm celebrating mothers today. There are five ways that any person can be a mom. Biologically, you can be a mom. By adoption, you can be a mom. And also, believe it or not, your in-laws, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, they're your children. And also, there are spiritual children. And there are what we call destiny child. There are some children that God has purposed it for you to help them, to, to sharpen them, to push them into their destiny. Whether you're a natural mother, whether you're an adoptive mom, whether you're a mother-in-law or whatever area God is using you to be a blessing, I just want to thank God for you. It's a joy. As a father, I have natural children, I have children that I adopt, I have children, spiritual children, I have children that I'm just a channel of blessing, they're children of destiny to me. It's a joy to be a mom, it's a joy to be a dad. And we celebrate you mothers today. Thank you for being there for your children, thank you for all the sacrifices that you make. Wow, I tell you, so many sacrifices. Teaching the kids, loving the kids, cooking for them, cleaning, sewing, putting wet clothes in the dryer, putting dirty clothes in the washer, ironing their clothes and just feeding them, putting dirty socks in the laundry. Lay out all the clothing for the next day's school carrying them to school, writing notes to the teachers, and attending PTA meeting. I mean, it's just on and on and on. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Only you can do what God has called you to do. Thank you for being there. Thank you for checking on these children before they sleep, while they get up. You are there. Thank you for all the hugs and all the kisses. Thank you for all, all the time, the sacrifices you make on behalf of these children. 
May God increase you more and more. I give you a shout out for all your accomplishments. And I know when we get to heaven, there's going to be a special crown just for mothers. Thank you for being who you are. I want to pray with you before we get into the world this morning. Is that all right? Let's pray. Father, we are grateful. Oh, God, for all of our moms. Thank you for being a blessing to them. Thank you for trusting them with the seed of their womb. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 26, Uzziah was only 16 years old when the people made him the king. And I say to every one of you mothers today, greatness is not by election, it's by selection. And I pray that God will send kingmakers along the pathway of your children. People that will bless them. People that will honor them. People that will celebrate them. I pray that God will raise good people. I said the other day, I said again, your sons will not marry a Jezebel. Your sons will not marry the Delilahs of this world. I pray your daughter will find godly men that will honor them, that will celebrate them that will partner with them. I pray, oh God, that you, God, will send good people along the pathway of our children. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 25, verse 1, it says, Lord, I put my trust in you. Unto thee, oh God, I put all my trust. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. I pray for every one of your children today, boy or girl, that they will not bring shame to you. I pray that your children will call you blessed. They will call you blessed in the city. They will call you blessed in the field. When you get up in the morning, your children will call you blessed. In the evening, they will call you blessed. I pray that God will celebrate you because of your sacrifice. You see, your children are seed of your womb. And in this world, there are seed killers. There are seed withers. There are seed people that will, will choke the seed before it grows. I pray that no weapon formed against your children shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against them, we condemn those tongues today in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will honor your children in the gates. God will honor your children in the city. That young man, King Uzziah, who became king at the age 16, he started well, but he never finished well. I pray your children will finish well. In the name of Jesus, they will finish well. In the name of Jesus, they will finish well. I pray there be no delays. In the life of your children. See, that young man became king at 16. I pray that your children, they will graduate on time. They will get their job on time. People graduate, they can't find a job. That will not be the portion of your children. I pray your children will find their spouse on time. I pray your children will be blessed on time. They'll be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are desiring for your children. The Bible says whatsoever you desire when you pray. Believe it and God will do it for you. I decree and declare today it shall be well with you. I cover you and the seed of your womb with the blood of Jesus. The Bible says children are blessings from God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray your children will bless you. The Bible says, blesses anyone whose quiver is full of them. I pray that heaven will celebrate you. I pray that God will open doors of opportunity, not just for you, but for your children. The Bible says your children are arrows. Arrows. That's a weapon. That means no devil can mess with you without dealing with your children. They will fight for you in the gates. Arrows. 
at the gate. I pray that your children will be there for you. In the evening of your life, they'll be there for you. I pray that God will cause them to prosper. And God will put the anointing of Almighty God upon your entire household. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to teach you for a few minutes about having faith in the Lord this morning. I believe with all my heart, faith is what we need to be a good mother. What is faith? Faith, my brothers, my sisters, is putting your trust in God. Why am I teaching you to have faith? You cannot be a good mother without faith in God. Faith is where you have confidence in God. See, the Bible said, now abide it, faith, hope, and love. If you study philosophy, you would notice that the Greek has four cardinal virtues. But in the word of God, the word of God also has some virtues. And here you see three virtues. Faith, hope, and love. This past week, I talked about hope. I say, get your hopes up. <laughs> Today, I'm talking about get your faith up. These virtues are what you need to survive in times like these. With all the drama going on, you need your faith in God. Faith is confidence in God. Not in self. Not in a man. Faith is your trust, your confidence in Almighty God. I'm not saying you shouldn't have self-confidence. But I can tell you something about self-confidence. It will only last you for so long. Faith in God will last you forever. That is why Philippians chapter 3 verse 3 says, put no trust in flesh. You cannot trust any human being. Your trust, your confidence must be in God. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that a lot of people walk around with no confidence in God. Some people only have very low confidence in God. To be a great mom, to do the job that God has called you to do as a mom, you would need strong confidence in God. The good news is that God will always give you the grace, the faith, the confidence that you need to do your job as a mom. I'm a living witness. Whatever God has called you to, God is faithful to equip you for the job. And I'm not talking about just confidence to preach or sing. Even in difficult situations, things like difficult marriage, things like raising up difficult children, things like being in a messy situation, I repeat, God will give you the grace, the faith, the confidence to make it. So I just come to encourage all of you mothers. Maybe you're struggling with some of your children right now. I just say hang in there. God is faithful. God will see you through. Even in difficult times, God will make sure he sees you through. God has called nobody into a life of misery. So if he call you into motherhood, you can always depend on God to see you through all situations. Many will say, oh, it's hard. Pastor, I'm miserable. But I come to encourage you this morning. Get your faith up. Look up to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help come from no man. Your help come from God. Please take note, confidence is not faith at heart only. You can't have confidence in God and it's just sitting there. Confidence is faith activated. You got to put your confidence to work. You got to activate your faith in God. When life is rough, 
activate your faith. When life is tough, activate your faith. Faith is taking steps against the odds of life. Whatever you're facing right now, I know especially in times like this with unemployment, with a lot of people just, just doing their own thing. The good news is that you may think you're all by yourself. You may think, how am I going to make it? I got two keys, I got four keys, or whatever the numbers. But faith is when you stand up against every order of life in the name of Jesus. Today I want to give you some examples of mothers like you who have been through some trials, who have been through some tribulations, who's faced some difficulties. And guess what? It's like a movie that ends with good news. And that same God that did it for them, that same God is your God. Let's start with the, the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 8 through verse 13. You will see the story of Naomi. Naomi was a mother just like you. How did I know that she was a mother? The Bible says she had two sons. Anybody that had two sons, or one son, or one daughter, or whatever, two daughters, that's a mom. But the Bible says something happened in the life of Naomi. She was doing her job as a mom, as a wife, as a mother, and all of a sudden, both of her children died just like that. Can you imagine what she's going through? Maybe you're under the sound of my voice now, and you know what it is to lose that child. I just want to pray for you this morning that God of heaven will comfort you. I pray that God will strengthen you. It is a tough thing to have to bury your own child. But God has a way of giving us strength when there's no strength. I want you to remember the story of Job this morning and be able to say in your spirit, though he slay me, yet I'm going to serve him. Just keep on putting your faith in God. Don't let the enemy allow the spirit of sorrow to consume you. Naomi lost both of her children. And now she's stuck with two daughter-in-laws. All three of them are widows. Can you imagine what's going on in her mind? Rough time, painful time. She's thinking, how are we going to make it? What am I going to do right now? How got a decision to make? She said to both of her daughter-in-law, she said, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm too old. I cannot bear any more children. And even if I bear more children, if you want to wait for them to marry you, that will be like 20, 25 years from now. So it's not realistic for you hanging around with me. I'm going to go back to my home. I'm a Jewish woman. You all can go back to your home. You are Moabites. So let's all go our separate ways now. And ladies and gentlemen, she also reminded them, if I take you with me to go back to Israel among the Jews, because you are Moabite, no Jewish man will fool with you. So it's a very tough situation. And notice that all of what she says is just logical. She's using reasoning, critical thinking. But ladies and gentlemen, faith will take you beyond logic. Faith will take you beyond circular reasoning or critical thinking. Faith is your confidence in God. One of those daughter-in-law, Miss Ruth, says, no, wait a minute. I'm not going to give up on you, mama. My mother-in-law, I'm going to be there for you. Where you go, I'm going. Where you sleep, I'm going to sleep. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Please take note 
the decision that Ruth is making is very much against her own interests. To follow Naomi back to Israel will mean that she's in a foreign place. It will mean that she's in a place that she's not familiar with. It means that she will be widowed for life. It means she will not be able to find any, any man who cares for her. It would have been easy for Ruth to settle like the other daughter-in-law and say, well, let me go back to my home, to the familiar, and let me have a fresh start. Instead, she chose to follow her mother-in-law and love on her and serve her and minister to her. The Bible says, as a result of her serving and following and preferring her mother-in-law to fancy life in Moab, one day she was gleaning in the field and Boaz noticed her. Hallelujah. I can stop being pre because many of you will say, ah, Pastor, I'm waiting for my Boaz. No Boaz will come unless you're willing to serve. Unless you're willing to believe God. Unless you're willing to get your faith up. Things, good things just don't happen. You have to position yourself for it. Notice that this woman, she was not man hunting. She was not there chasing men. She was minding her own business, serving, being at the right place at the right time, just doing the right thing, and somebody noticed her. For those of you who are single and you believe in God, <laughs> hallelujah, ain't nothing wrong to believe God for a good man. Amen. I pray that God will send somebody to notice you. Keep on being faithful. Keep on serving the Lord. Keep on being the right woman of God. And somebody will notice you. In fact, hallelujah, I speak as an oracle of God. Before this year is over, somebody will notice you. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask, all that you can think according to the power that dwelleth in you. The Bible said, not only did Boaz notice her, they got married, and Ruth conceived and gave birth. Hallelujah. I can stop there and preach, because many of you under the sound of my voice, maybe you already married, maybe you believe in God for the fruit of the womb. I pray that God will grant you the desires of your heart. I pray I come against every spirit of barrenness in your life. I pray that God will open up your womb and bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Ruth, conceive and give birth. You as a man, you may be saying, man, I'm left out today. But let me suggest to you as a man, you can conceive. And you can give birth. Many times I've been pregnant. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Pregnant for a miracle. Pregnant for a breakthrough. Sometimes I will have a vision too big that I cannot even imagine. I've got to be pregnant with it. You have to be pregnant before you can give birth. And I pray for every one of you who are visionary, who are dreamers out there, believing God for big things in your life. I pray God will cause you to conceive and God will cause you to give birth in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says Ruth not only conceived, she gave birth to Obed. Obed gave birth to Jesse. Jesse gave birth to David. David birthed Jesse. Jesse birthed Luke. It's amazing how the genealogy of Jesus Christ came from that lineage. Can you imagine if Ruth had looked at her mother-in-law and said, yeah, you're right, I'm out of here. You go your way, I go my way. But because she's, she's willing to make this sacrifice, because she's willing to serve, 
Even when there's no hope, God rewarded her. She became the grandmother of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What is our secret? Our faith in God. It takes faith in God for you to live the luxury of this world and do the right thing. And I want to encourage every one of you out there. If you want God to bless you, just keep on being the right woman of God. Keep on being the good mother. It takes a sacrifice to be a mother. Ruth had to sacrifice going back to her home. Ruth had to sacrifice the chances of being, being with another man. But in her sacrifice, guess what? God rewarded her. Faith, I repeat, is confidence in God. Even when all the odds are against you. Look at another example in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 5 through verse 7. You see the story of Anna. Anna, before she became a mom, she was barren. The Bible said even her neighbor was making fun of her. She was a subject of ridicule. Year after year, folks would laugh at her. It's a painful thing to be ridiculed. It's a painful thing for people to talk about you in your face. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says Hannah wept bitterly. Anna, for the most part, was sorrowful. One day she prayed to the Lord. She said to the Lord, remember me. And if you, Lord, remember me and I have a child of my own, I will give that child back to God. Notice that she was going through trial. Notice that she was a subject of ridicule. And if you are a mother today, and you've had to make sacrifices. Place that you could go. In fact, many people, you can't find a man today because of your children. It's a sacrifice. But I want to encourage you today. Hanging to the blessing. God can make a way out of no way. Hannah is a living example of what God can do. The stone that the building rejected is become the chief cornerstone. Believe me, God bless Anna. She conceived. The Bible said in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 21, the Lord remembered Anna. I pray that God will remember you. The Bible said Anna conceived. She had three boys. She had two girls. She was praying for just one child. She ended up with five. I pray God will give you double for your trouble. In the name of Jesus, double for your trouble. For every pain, for every time that you made the sacrifice, God will give you double for your trouble. In the name of Jesus. That same God that remember Hannah is the same God that remember Sarah. Is the same God that remember Hagar. Is the same God that remember the mother of Moses. The Bible is full of people that God remember. You know my prayer for you today. I pray God will remember you. In the name of Jesus, God will remember you. God will remember your dream. God will remember your desire. God will remember your vision. God will remember you when the people of this world forsake you. I pray God will remember you. Joseph was left in the pit. Joseph was forgotten in the prison. But God remembered him. David was not in the kingship lineup. He was in the bush tending to sheep. But God remembered him. Esther was just an orphan, but God remembered her. She became the first lady of the whole nation. I pray that same God will remember you. In your prayer, God will remember you. On your job, God will remember you. In your pursuit, God will remember you. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Another example is found in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 9. The Bible said there was a widow in Seraphite. There was famine in the land. Sounds like what we are going through right now. There was recession. The economy was horrible. People are finding so much unemployment was in the land. And of course, it affects everybody. Then God remembered his preacher man, Elijah. God said to Elijah, look, go out there to this location, and I will have a widow there to feed you. And sure enough, Elijah went down. Obedience brought blessing. And when he got there, he did so a widow. And he asked this widow woman, Mom, can you feed me, please? The woman responded and said, Preacher, I'm sorry to hear that you're hungry, but I cannot help you. All I got is a handful meal and a jar of oil. And I only come out here to gather some steak to go home and cook for me and my son, and this will be our last supper and we will die. So I cannot help you. Ladies and gentlemen, Elijah said to the woman, I'll tell you what you need to do. Go cook that food and give it to me first. Then prepare some for you, for you and your son. And I can just imagine this woman thinking, this, this, this preacher must be out of his mind. Didn't I just told you that all I have is enough for me and my son? If I cook for you first, then there'll be nothing left for me. I can't share with you my last piece of chicken. Just think with me for God's sake. I'm telling you, this is my last supper. And then the preacher said, no, I heard what you say, but I want you to go home and fix the, the meal for me first and then fix for you and your children. And the woman said, here we go again. You preachers always ask for something. Always asking for money. How am I going to give to you when all I got is just for me and my child? So the woman said, no, it don't make no sense. I can't do what you're asking. But in verse 14, the preacher said to the woman, if you do what I told you, he said, your bowl of flour will never run dry. Your jar of oil will never be empty. Can you imagine this woman say, wait a minute, this is not making sense. Ref, are you saying if I change my thinking, if I reverse my priority, are you saying that God will flip the chart? And take care of me and my children? The preacher said, that's exactly what I'm saying. Hallelujah. And bless God, this woman obeyed. And she fed the preacher first. And guess what happened? The Lord made a way. Her jar never run dry. Her bowl never got dry. Because God is faithful. Let me encourage you, even in times like this, with all the unemployment going on, with all the talks about bad economy, how long it would take for this country to recover. One of the best things you can do for yourself now is to get into giving mode. Hallelujah. You have to purpose it in your heart and knowing that God is able to give back to you. You cannot beat God giving. This is the time to help those who are in need. This is the time to make donations. This is the time to give, not grudgingly, not out of necessity. God loves a cheerful giver. Believe me when I tell you, you can give your way into wealth. I have a ministry out there in Atlanta, Georgia, Brother Creflo. Didn't know me from Adam. I just kept giving. I just kept giving. I just kept giving. 
One day he noticed there's somebody out there in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana just giving and giving. Who is this person? And all of a sudden I got summoned. All of a sudden I found myself in Atlanta, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia. All of a sudden I found myself doing workout. With the, how did I get there? How am I getting mentoring and getting all the coaching? It's very simple. I give my way out. Believe me when I tell you, giving is receiving. Don't miss the opportunity to be a blessing to somebody. This woman gave to the preacher. She cooked for him first. And guess what? She never lacked for the rest of her life. Another example is found in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 4, verse number 1. There was another woman there. The story was told this woman had a husband. She had a son. That tells me she's a mom. Her husband died. Then the creditor showed up to take her son into slavery. She found another preacher. She, she, she cried out. She said, look, look what I'm going through. How am I going to make it? And that preacher said to her, do you have anything at all at home? She said, I don't have nothing but a small jar of oil. The preacher said, I'll tell you what you need to do. Go and get you many vessels in the neighborhood. And then get in your house, close the door, and begin to pour. Notice it doesn't make any sense. She just told the preacher, all I got is a small jar of oil. But she was obedient. And sure enough, she got many vessels. She entered into a house. She started to pour. And the Bible said the outcome of that, because of our obedience, she experienced a miracle of surplus. She had enough to pay all of her bills, and she had enough to live for the rest of her life. Please permit me to take a side journey. Notice the Bible said she poured out. She was pouring out the oil. Many times you really want God to bless you. You got to learn to pour yourself out. Many times we are too full of ourselves. We, we, we hold back in our worship. We hold back in our praise until you learn to, to pour yourself out. God cannot really pour into you. And notice something else. The Bible says the oil stopped. Once she ran out of containers. I wonder this morning, are you a container for God to fill? Only you can answer that question. My prayer for you is that you will pour yourself out to the point that God will fill you with his miracle and fill you with his blessing and fill you with his Holy Spirit and you should in a way that you never imagined in your life. In the name of Jesus. Notice what all these women had in common. Number one, they're all mothers. <laughs> all of them went through crisis. So if you're going through anything, if you've been through anything, don't think it's just you. I'm amazed even the struggles I deal with in ministry. It's easy for me to be sucking my thumb and say, oh, woe is me. Look at what is happening. No, it's not just me. There are many other preachers. Sometimes you have to crawl before you walk. All these precious mom, they went through a crisis. But notice the good news. Every one of them came through. Every one of them survived. What do they all have in common? Faith in God. That is why I come to encourage you this morning. Get your faith up. Even if you're dealing with a, a difficult child, get your faith up. Even when you're dealing with a sick child, get your faith up. Even if your children are locked up behind, behind in, the, in jail, somewhere, get your faith up. 
God is able to watch over your children. God is able to heal your children when they're sick. God is able to make a way out of no, or no way. God is able to grant you the desires of your heart. Every one of these women, they came out good because they had faith in God. You know something else I noticed about every one of them? These are women who made sacrifice. They were willing to serve others first. And God turned their sacrifice into blessing. If you're a mother under the sound of my voice, the best investment you can make in your life is in your children. I know in a Western culture, you say, what about me? What about me? What about me? But if you will learn to serve others first, if you will learn to invest in your children, God has a way of turning things around. And God will bless you and reward you for your sacrifice. Believe me when I tell you, obedience to God works. Faith in God works. Confidence in God will never fail you. You know the problem that we have today in our society? Many of us who want God to bless us, but we refuse to be a blessing to nobody. We want money, but we won't give to no one. We want friends, but we are so unfriendly. We want somebody to love us, but we won't show love to no one. Think about it. Don't be ashamed in giving your life away so you can find it. Infest on every one of your children. Pastor, what, what about me? Who is going to take care of me? God will take care of you. Believe me when I tell you he is faithful to his word. I'm going to invite our worship team to come back and bless them with some good singing. But before they come, I want to let you know if you are here this morning and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior. All the principles I'm teaching you this morning is grounded in knowing Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. I had to do that one day. I came to understand like a prodigal son that I'm not all that. That I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. And I asked God to come into my life I ask Jesus Christ to forgive me. And I ask him to be my Lord, my Savior. If that's where you are this morning, there's a number under the screen. Will you please call that number? There are preachers waiting to pray for you. Waiting to celebrate your decision to follow Jesus Christ. And maybe you're already a Christian. But you're going through right now. Maybe you're a mom. You say, I need somebody to pray for my children. I need somebody to agree with me. I need somebody to help me, to pray with me. Call that number. There are preachers that will be glad to agree with you in prayer. And finally, let me say this. If you've been blessed by the ministry of Zion Hill, and you want to support what God is doing, through all these precious people behind me and several others in their home watching right now. You, you like what you see. You say, I want to be a part of this. I want to sow into this ministry. Let me invite you to go to our website, www.zionhill.com. On our webpage, you will see an opportunity for online giving. Feel free to give as the Lord leads you. And believe me when I tell you, Zion Hill is good ground. God will bless you for all your giving, and your giving will be used for the glory of God. May God bless you till we meet again. Amen.
and by faith all things came to be by faith he's given you the power to speak and see a thing I believe I believe Lord I believe Lord I believe I believe I believe Lord I believe Lord I believe without faith it's impossible to please him and without faith we cannot see his hand without faith we can't say to this mountain be removed we will never see his strength I believe, I believe. Lord I Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, Lord, I believe, one more time, say, I believe, oh, Lord, Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe, and I believe your word is true, and God, I believe there's so much I can do, I believe you said it in your word, I have the faith to believe, I believe, I believe, that settles it in me. Oh, I believe your word. Oh, I believe you said it in your word. And that settles it in me. I believe your word is true. I believe there's so much I can do. I believe you said it. Yeah. I believe. I believe. I believe in miracles, I believe in signs and wonders, I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost, yes I do believe, I believe in miracles, I believe in signs and wonders, yeah I have faith to believe it, oh I believe in miracles, I believe in signs and wonders, I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost.